Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame show powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at ComEd.com slash clean. Well, here we are. It's Thursday. Good morning, everybody. It Thanks is. for being with yes. us. Uh, very pleased to see so many people already in the chat and already smashing that like button. Thank you so much for that. The Hawks lose 6-2 to the Seattle Kraken out in Seattle. Their 18th consecutive road loss with the uh, looking to make history Edmonton Oilers on the horizon who have won 14 in a row. (sighs) Despite it being 6-2, though, fellas, I'm going to say there were a few positives? Question mark? Uh, Sure. If you take away the negatives, yeah. All right. You're only left with positive. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, but if you just look at the score, 6-2, you'd be like, oh, my God, the Blackhawks got skated out of the building again. It really wasn't the case. No. Uh, they were the better team the first period. They gave up that second goal, and all of a sudden they were dominating the game. It was a lot It was a lot like the uh, – <clears throat> it was a repeat of the start of uh, the last game that they played where they were down 2 nothing. But then from from that point on, you know they started to con- control the uh, the game the rest of the way in the third in the first period and in the second period. Um, but then as you know, that second period starts, give up the the own goal, and it's just like, how do you recover from that? Yeah. Three goals for the Hawks is tough. Yeah, it's tough. Well, I mean they got the second goal, Felino on the power play, our guy, friend of the program. Yep. Uh, Ch Joe model. Nick Foligno. <laughs> uh, they got, like, made it 3-2. And they give up another one. And then the perfect summary of the Blackhawks season. Yeah. Down 4-2. Ryan Donato on a 2-on-0 breakaway. Yeah. Gets stopped by Martin Brodeur. I mean, Joey <laughs> Decord. <laughs> Career AHC. There's hope for Harvard Soderblom. Decord has been, like, Career AHL guy. And he was really uh, good in this game. All of a sudden, the last like month and a half, he's a, a Vesna quality goalie. Sh- strange shit happens. Yep. Donato can't bury it. Decord makes a big save, goes down the other way. Gustav Tatar or, or, or <laughs> Tomas Nyquist. Tomas Nyquist, whichever one it was, gets in a breakaway on, on Soderblom. And he finishes it. Mm-hmm. The tale of two teams. Yeah. All season long, the Blackhawks cannot finish their chances. And when Soderblom's in the game, he can't make a big save. And if they both happened within, what, six, six seconds se- of each it other? It went mm-hmm. from possibly being 4-3 to 5-2 five five two. Two in the blink of an eye. Yeah, yep. And that's just, that's just the old butt of the stick to the groin right there. Right, I mean, yeah. it's, there's no recovering from that. Yeah. Uh, you can't... Uh, it, like you said, it, it encapsulates this Blackhawks season. And it was just a game where, you know, they, they created a lot of chances. They outshot the Kraken. Like, it's one of the few times that they have outshot a team this season. Um, but it just, you know, with, with so many guys injured, you know, it's it's the quality of, uh, of, of this roster and who's getting these chances. There were a number of times. Where you know you're 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 looking at who's getting a scoring chance, who's who's on a two on o, Rem Pitlick and Ryan Donato, like who's 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 got the puck in a, in a two on one scoring chance, Mackenzie Entwistle and Boris Kachuk, like 
no offense to these guys, they are playing their asses off and they're doing the best that they can. But with all these injuries, it's just the scoring chances and who's getting them is just like, well, yeah, that's why they're only scoring two goals. Because you you have you have a lot of uh, of guys on this team that are you know bottom six NHL players playing you know top top roles. Nick Foligno, we love him. He is playing above what his role is expected to be. Right, and and he's do he's making the most of it. You know, um, but yeah, it's just every every scoring chance, every opportunity is just you just hope you're just like ah. You wish it was somebody else. You wish it was someone who was on IR, say it all was healthy, time. and could wish have it that was chance. Somebody that was on the other team. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's right. just every time there's a scoring chance, you're just like, oh, don't be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's looking, and I know it's frustrating to watch, and it's almost impressive that this roster is generating the chances they're generating. Yeah, they can't finish them. But at least they're there. At least they're yeah. making them happen. Right. But it's so irritating and annoying as a fan and as a viewer to be like, my God, you got Ryan Donato on a clear breakaway. He's got all day and makes a nice move and just can't score. And then, you know, I, and this is not a game I think you pin on Soderbloom. Could he have been better? Hell yes. Yeah. But this is the thing. Even when he's pretty good, it's the big save that he fails to make where you need to yeah. bail out your team when they make a mistake, and it feels like almost never yeah. does Soderblom make that save. Maybe he makes, throughout the course of the game, most of the routine saves, like two of the ones went in today, where one was a Seth Jones centering pass, then one off Alex Vlasic, the other one hit yeah. Jaden Schwartz in the knee and went in, so there were two, you're like, all right, and then there's two more that are okay. Just the breakaway. And then, yeah. you, you know, it's just, but man... Now and again, you need your goalie to come up huge, and Joey Decord proved it. You make a big save, and it is a pick-me-up for your team because yep. as soon as they see a 2-0 the other way, it's like, oh, shit. We just hung our goalie out to dry. All right, he just picked us up. Instant energy boost. Instant energy boost. So they go the other swing. way and score, and the game is effing over at that point. Yeah, I mean, the difference between Mrazek and, and Soderblom this season has been Mrazek will make those big saves to keep the other team at two goals. Soderblom will give up that third goal and then yeah. the fourth, fifth, sixth one. But that third goal is usually the death blow because this team's not scoring three goals. That's it. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I, I just looked this up because it was on, it, it's a stat that was on my mind today because of the uh, extension signed by Peter Mrazek. Uh, which we'll get to later in, in the show. But it's a stat. Uh, goals saved above average. So there's goals against average, which is, you know, average goals per game that a, a, a or per 60, per 60 minutes, minutes yep. that, a, that a goalie gives up. Goals saved above average are goals that a goalie stopped that the average goaltender would have given up. So it's, again, as the name says, above average. Out of, scroll to the bottom, 44 NHL goalies that have played over 1,000 minutes this season. Uh, Peter Mrazek ranks 15th out of 44 with a 3.46 goal saved above average marker. Do you want to know where Arvid Soderblom ranks out of the 44 goaltenders? 43rd. I think it's 44th. It is 44th. Okay. I would have thought... Uh, um 
Samsonov would have been down there because he's been pretty lousy. He, or Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell hasn't played a thousand. Samsonov. I, mean, I know he did. I sh- probably doesn't play. Up. I don't you know. He, he hasn't played a thousand, a thousand minutes. minutes. No. So Arvid All Soderbloom, right. one thousand seventy-seven minutes and change. It's too many. A <laughs> minus seventeen point four four. Oh my god! Goal saved above average. So he is so. Above uh, an he's average goaltender, he's given up goals. 17 more goals than an average goaltender would this season. Just for reference, <sighs> what is the league bad. leader in goal saved above average? The leader? Like, who is the best at goal saved above best average? What's this the number? season, out of these 44 that have played 1,000, is Connor Hellebuck. Not surprising. 21.29. So he's, yeah. he's saved 21 goals more than the average goaltender. As would. good as Connor Hellebuck is, that's, that's how, how as bad Arvid yeah. Soderbloom is. Yeah. <laughs> So well, I mean that's that's, that's a not, that's a oof. huge difference between not only average and the worst average, but then on top of it, your other goaltender is twenty goal difference. It's a coin, yeah. That's it's a twenty goal difference between having an average off. goaltender this season. So it's uh, yeah. I mean, you you look at Soderbloom's numbers. You look at the goals he gives up. And you mentioned it, like the big save that could swing momentum in a game, or not even swing momentum, but just to keep the Blackhawks alive in some of these games, to give them a fighting chance to keep it a one-goal game or a two-goal game where maybe they're getting some momentum going. And it just seems like it's always in the back of the net. And, I I mean, you know, Luke can talk about him not losing confidence or, or, or whatnot, but being, what is he? Three and twenty-one this season, something like that. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't care how confident you can be. If you're giving up three, four, five, six, seven goals in a game on the reg, like that's gonna hurt anybody's confidence. And and he's stuck. There's not. There's nothing that they can do with him. You send him to Rockford. That's an option. Sure. But it's not. That's not a boost of confidence. Right. And then you're, you know, you're bringing up probably Jackson Stauber because you don't want to take away minutes from Drew Camezzo in a starting role in Rockford. So then you got he's, Stauber up he's here. He's signed for next year too. We were just talking yeah, about this. He's here. Mrazic, we know. I mean, that was made official today. That was today, right? That was well, was yesterday. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It feels like it feels like it was like twenty four hours yeah, ago because right. it almost was. It was it was <laughs> at eight a.m. this morning. So he's here next year. He's your starter. Yes, sir. What do you do? Do I, you do you loan Soderbloom to Sweden next year and say this ain't working? Yeah, uh, I, and I don't know. You hope, those, he find, you hope he finds finds it by the end of the year. I, I, I don't just, I don't see it. I mean, he has been better. His three previous starts to this was. Were decent, yeah, yeah. Uh, at least I, his last two. I've got his game log here: uh, three uh, against Buffalo, three against New Jersey, two against Nashville. Yeah, those are good. Those are good outings for him. Right. Then he stopped two of ten at Dallas in relief. Then it was six, seven, four, three, three, four, three, yeah. two, three, four, three, seven, five, one, two. He has more games this season, giving up five or more. Than he does giving up two or less. Yes, that's not not, not a great stat. So I don't know. We'll see hey, what look, happens it, next year. He's not the main reason they lost, but when you see goals go in that shouldn't, nothing sinks a team more than that. Well, especially yeah. a team that is a not very talented, right, and has to have 
absolute perfection to score a goal. Mm-hmm. And this is a team that, you know, just we've 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 questioned their mental toughness a lot this year. It's been better of late. Yeah. But this is a team that just, you know, can be fragile at times and say, oh, well, we're not winning this game. Screw it. I mean, and it's it, you, it, some nights it's hard to blame them. Yeah. I mean, when you think about, ah, you, you know, you just missed that chance to make it a one goal game on the breakaway. Ah, you, you, damn it. You know, you look to the, you look to the rafters and then you look back at the ice and, oh, now it's five, two. Like that, that's going to be a sinker for anybody. You're done. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you can't play Mrazek every game the rest of the way out. You, you, you have to give Soderblom some starts just for health reasons for Peter Mrazek. Um, Okay. Just for tonight's game, I'm looking at natural stat trick. Mm -hmm. He gave up six goals. His expected goals against was 1.82. Yeah. I mean, So he was expected to give up just under two goals. Yeah. And it was six. Six high five danger shots you, against. Five if you don't count the, the doink oh. off of Vlasic. Yeah. And, the, and that's still the bad. The second goal was bad luck. Vlasic did everything right on that play. Tied up the stick. It still hits off. Yeah. Schwartz's knee. Schwartz! Uh, hits off his <laughs> Man, knee and goes in the net. It's and then, just, uh, every stat is just oof with him. Yeah. It's, it, it's just... He doesn't make the big save, and he's always seems to be the one that the bad luck happens to the most. I guess that's just what ha- that happens when you're a bad goalie. Yeah, I mean, bad things happen. Yeah, to you. yeah. It could We're, be just a, a a coincidental string of really bad luck goals against you, or you're it's just not gonna gonna be there. I but, mean, we had there are times where Mrazek has been in net and like got it, things hit off his own players, and he's like got the reflexes. Yeah, and right. Keeps mm-hmm. it out. But when you're just, or he gets blessed with like three posts in a yeah, game or something. Yeah, like that's that's just when it's not going your your way, it never goes your way. Yeah. But, I mean, but you got to make your own luck. How many times do we see though in this game too, where like even Soderblom would make a save, but it's like, oh, <laughs> well, yeah, oh, oh, there's the puck. Hit me. He, yeah. like, that's weird. He is uh, very late at seeing the puck. Yeah, uh, like he half the time he doesn't see it till it's on him, and that's it's not it's good. Not good. Uh, yeah, it seems that a lot of his saves are because the puck happens to hit him. Well, let's not spend the entire show talking about uh, bad goaltending because God knows we've done that enough. We're going to allow you to vote for the four-star of the game. Uh, the three stars of this game, they were all cracking. It was Jordan Everly, Thomas Tatar, and Joey Decord. They sure were cracking. 3-2-1. So here are your nominees for the Hawks. Seth Jones, two assists, three shots, nine shot attempts, and two blocked shots. Nick Felino. With a power play goal, three shots, Ooh. and five Ooh. shot attempts. And Joey Anderson, whoa, whoa. with a goal and three shots. So get your votes in, and we'll reveal them at the end of the show. And if you're with us, thank you. Make sure you smash that like button for us on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page as well. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. And if you're listening on the traditional podcast, please give us a subscription, a follow, and a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Or Spotify. So I'm looking here at the numbers here on Natural Hat Trick before we take our first break, fellas. That's stat trick. Uh, thank you, Natural Stat Trick. Oh, there wasn't. I have Natural Hat Trick in my head because of Nathan McKinnon. Nathan and McKinnon, yeah. dropping Hat Trick. Yeah. All um, kinds of underwear on the ice tonight. And <laughs> thirsty Avs fans. The Hawks led in pretty much, like I don't remember even like games where the Hawks play well. 
They usually don't have the uh, analytical advantage. They do in this one. Analytical. 71 shot attempts for 58 against. That's a 55% Corsi rating. High danger chances were 17 to 16 in favor of the Hawks. Expected goals for 4.14 for the Hawks, 2.36 Damn. for the uh, Kraken. Uh, they, they were just the better team in this game, except for... Putting the puck in the back of the net Finishing and keeping the puck out of their own. Finishing those scoring chances that yep. they had an just, advantage that's, in. This, that is the perfect summary of this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are games like tonight where they are the better team, but the talent gap is so large, yeah. it doesn't matter. Right. Because the other team will take advantage of their breaks, and the Blackhawks will miss the net or shoot it directly into the glove of the goaltender. Mm-hmm. Everybody was going crazy over the decord gloves glove save <laughs> he on, shot it right into it jason dickinson yeah. he literally put it the glove never moved he literally shot it directly into his glove i mean it's still you give it's, him credit no, to it's still a to, nice to have save. it in the right spot right. but yeah but yeah. it's but he it wasn't like he had to snap his like mm-hmm. make this great reflex save or or he shot it directly yeah. into the glove that is spot on That's the problem with this team Yep. Well, you said that they have to be perfect. And it's just like every one of their scoring chances has to be dangerous. Otherwise, you know, they're, they're not going to have any any kind of chance. And, and the teams that play against them, uh, maybe half of their scoring chances have to be threatening. And they'll convert on, you know, a, a, a big portion of them. So it's just, yeah, it's we talk about this team needing to outwork teams. And they, they have done that for a, a good number of games, especially recently. Pretty much since Bedard's been out, they've yeah outside of maybe two games that like switch has flipped. Of like, oh shit, there's no one, there's no one here that's going to be able to do it. We have to collectively do it as a group. That that those kinds of performances have been have been happening, but even still, like even as perfect as a as a effort you can put out there, it's just a, a talent gap, some some bounces and. It's just it's just not going to go your way. Well, I know before the show you were looking at some of the odds for uh, tomorrow's game yes, against the Red Hot Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. I uh, want to tie that into our DraftKings uh, ad here real quick. Yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, DraftKings, uh, we know hockey games move fast. They do. As they do. Or sometimes they sometimes they drag on. Uh, but <laughs> most of them move delayed. fast. Uh, but with the DraftKings Sportsbook, the and official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get two hundred instantly in Oof. bonus bets. So, looking at my handy dandy DraftKings Sportsbook here, uh, if you want to bet on the Oilers and Blackhawks tomorrow, tomorrow night, uh, the Oilers have won fourteen straight games. Blackhawks have won, have lost 18 straight road games. Mm. So, uh, if you want to be like Greg and believe that Blackhawks are winning because hockey is both of those streaks (laughs) end tomorrow night. Both streaks end in the same game. You hear it. You can. Ooh, uh, the money line just changed as I was reading this because I said I guarantee victory. (laughs) That's why you can bet on the Blackhawks money line, which is currently a plus four ten. Oilers are favored as a minus five fifty. Uh, on the money line, but if you want to get uh, want to get have some fun, uh, DraftKings has some uh, pre-built same-game parlays, and here's a fun one that uh, can I think get you. Uh, I th- I think this one I like this one. 
Uh, it is Blackhawks on the puck line at plus two and a half, so they got to stay within three goals. Uh, the total number of goals is over six and a half between the two teams. Oh, I don't I like that. that over. Anytime, seven. anytime goal scorer, Nick Foligno. That is a plus 900 same game player. See, I don't like the over because it's going to be a Mrazic night, so the Blackhawks are going to win one to nothing in a 14-round shootout. <laughs> well, and if the Hawks are within two and a half, too. That's good. Maybe gonna, the under comes well, in. <laughs> they're they're going to win, so it's going to be two and a half. All they're right, going to win right. one to nothing or two to one. They're not winning. They're not winning a seven six shootout. Good point. Well, let's see how it plays out. Let's see how it plays out. But Black that, that that'd be, Black that'd be, are winning. Blackhawks are winning. That'd be an interesting one. Any uh, here's here's what's fun uh, with with these pre built same game parlays. Any one of them uh, that has anything good happening for the Blackhawks. Is pluses. is plus eight fifty or more money money money. So if you wanna if you wanna believe uh, tomorrow tomorrow night's game uh, is a, is a is a historic one for ending the streak beating the streak like Brock Lesnar uh, bet on the Blackhawks and win yourself some money. Download the DraftKings sportsbook app with the code CHGO and new customers can get five bucks on the NHL. Can bet five bucks on the NHL and get two hundred instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings with the code CHGO. The crown is yours. Hey, you have a gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit www gamblernet In New York, call eight seven seven Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. That's seven days. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. The NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. All right. Good job. Now Very let's uh, speed that one up and see how fast it was. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do the uh, the uh, promo too? The promo? The king of the game? Oh, yeah. We have a DraftKings king of the game. It was Seth Jones. Ba-ba-ba-ba. He gets the crown. It's his two assists, three shots on goals, two bullshits. Uh, tw- <laughs> oh, sorry. Block shots. Uh, 22-41 of time on ice. Go, go, Seth, go. Uh, yeah, he also uh, helped out our helmet winner tonight, too. Oh, yeah. Did I, we bring the helmet over here? I'll get it. That's a shame. <laughs> oh, yeah, That's all right. It's right there. I'll get it. And, hey, if you're tired of uh, frustrating ticket-buying situations, uh, boy, do we have an answer for you. Go check out the Game Time app. It is awesome. You should not have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way <laughs> To buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They've got killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and, of course, their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. And speaking of guessing, let's say you're going to a show out of town or a uh, concert at a non-traditional concert venue. You're not really sure what the venue is going to look like when you're there. Well, they've got your back on that one you can use that virtual seat viewer and know exactly what the view is going to look like at the concert you go to. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can buy tickets in seconds 
with two taps, and they have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts. So if you're not into the opening band, but you want to see the headliner, you still have time to jump in on game time. It is the place to find last-minute tickets. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app. Create an account. Use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CHGO for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. There you have it. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Just like a Blackhawks win tomorrow. It's happening. Tonight. It's happening. It is, speaking of uh, tomorrow tonight. Yeah, if you're going to want to watch the first two periods yeah. of that Blackhawks historic win. With us. With us. You can. We're going to be at the Barn Hockey Bar right over there down the street from us on Ogden Avenue in between uh, Monroe and Adams. Yep. Uh, we saw our pals from the barn in the chat earlier. So, uh it's not an official CHGO event, but um, we're just giving us giving you our location. Yes, we're going to be there around seven, eight o'clock puck drop. We'll stick around for the first two periods, then we got to head back here uh, for one of these another one of these great post game shows we do. Uh, but yeah, come out if you're not doing anything tomorrow night. Join us in the city in the shadows of the United Center and watch the Blackhawks win their first road game since November. Since the World Series, <laughs> that was that was uh, Mark Lazarus tweeted what the last that? road win came eight days after the Rangers won the World Series, and pitchers and catchers report in three weeks. Good <laughs> lord, it's crazy. I don't like that. Imagine going all of baseball off season and not having a road win. It's crazy. And this is good. It's there's not many chances that streak's going to last for a while if they don't do it either. Tomorrow or in Calgary because they only have one road game the entire yeah, month of February, right. which is a good thing. For a lot of reasons, but... Uh, what happens first? Blackhawks road win or Cody Bellinger signs a contract with the Cubs? I hope it's Bellinger. It's going to be a road win because they're winning tomorrow. <laughs> Why don't you people listen to me? I'm listening to you. It's going to happen. I just don't know if I believe it. <laughs> believe. That's the only way it's going to happen. All right. I believe. Peter Mrazek's first game since signing his deal. Or yeah. just don't stand a chance. Let's talk about That's that true. next. But we got a $10 super chat here from our buddy Alan Kay. He says, do you guys like what Kyle Davidson did with establishing a bridge-the-gap core of vets with Dickie, Felino and Mrazek? Can Jones and Murphy be characterized in a similar way? Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I wrote about uh, the Mrazek thing last week for my Blackhawks beat, and I did say that while I'm on board with him being back, maybe I would have waited a little bit to see if someone made you a stupid offer for Peter Mrazek at the deadline. Um Look at Philly. All of a sudden, they're contenders, and it looks like Carter Hart's going to be gone for a while. Potentially. 15 yeah. to 20. Could be. Um, yeah. yeah, we might not be hearing from this. So my yeah. whole thing was bring him back. I wouldn't have rushed it, but I'm not mad about it. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a chance that phone calls were made inquiring about Peter Mrazek, and the offers were maybe nowhere near what Kyle Davidson would consider right. uh, worth it beyond keeping him around. Um, and, you know, I with, with the Felino deal, the Dickinson deal, and now the Mrazic deal, I keep going back to the uh, media availability that we had with Kyle Davidson um, at the United Center a, a few weeks ago where – uh, he basically said, and this was before any of those deals were signed. He basically said, like, uh, the 
Dickinson one had been signed, right? No, Dickinson was after Felino. Or Felino was signed. Felino had him. Was that the same day? I think Felino had been signed. Yeah, yes, it was between Felino and Dickinson. Yeah, that's why he was talking to us. Yeah, that was the same day. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But the point remains. Point remains. Uh, He made a a comment about, um, you know, at some point, you either you could trade all these guys, you know, at, at the deadline for future assets, whether it's mid-round picks or, or, or what have you. Um, but then you'd have to go out into free agency in the summer and find the exact same type of guys to replace all of them. So the point of being like, well, we might as well keep them now because of what they've done for the team and the value that they can bring over the, the course of those contracts mm-hmm. rather than having to go out and hope that you can find guys to replace them to be able to do the exact same thing that you would have them do anyways. So if you're not getting a, a, a ridiculous offer for them in a trade, their value here is more important than anything that a mid round pick or future asset that you have no idea what it could be would, would be of value to you. I also think it's important to remember too, that the free agents that the Hawks did bring in had to be traded for. Because there's not a lot of guys who, if you're negotiating against other teams, the Hawks don't have a lot to sell right now. Yeah, they've got Connor Bedard to sell. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking at a veteran like a Mrazic or a Felino or a Dickinson who's like, do I want to go to a rebuilding team that's still two, three years away from even talking about the playoffs right now? Mm-hmm. Do I want to sign a two-year deal there? So not only would they have to go out and sign a Mrazic or a Dickinson or players like that, they'd probably have to trade for their rights ahead of free agency and you're losing assets that way too. Well, so, I mean, that's what they did to get Felino, right? You right. know, in the in the in the trade with Boston, best best free agent acquisition of the summer, according to Edzo. Yeah, yeah. Pump the brakes. Um, you don't work yeah, for the Hawks anymore. And I and I think I I think that you know that 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 point is 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 true. And you'd also have to throw the same kind of money at those guys to be like, yeah, you're not going to be on a contender, but we'll pay you triple what you're worth. Like, you know, I, money's not a not an issue with the Blackhawks at this point, but you know, I think you'd re, you'd be more comfortable giving guys that you already know who they are in the locker room, who they are on your team, giving them that money and, and that investment. So, yeah, I mean, uh, broad broad uh, view of everything, I'm fine with all three deals. I think it helps you it helps you hit the cap floor. It helps give you some stability over the next few seasons uh, on your roster. And I think it gives you a picture of, like, they're probably not going to go after too many big trades or free agents. Maybe one here, you know, maybe this summer or next summer is, a, is more of a big money move, maybe. Um, but I think it kind of paints a picture of, like, you know, they're, they're, they're overpaying for some of these guys to be here over the next two years because there's probably going to be an influx of ELCs right. on, on the books in the next few years. And don't forget that Taylor Hall and Andreas Athanasiu are under contract, too. Oh, yeah, those yeah, guys are through, through next season. Yeah. 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 Murphy's around for t- two more years after this year. Seth Jones is here till the end of time. Um, but, I, I, yeah, and with the salary cap going up, there's going to be some more flexibility. And Felino, Morazic, and Dickinson, uh, theoretically, if they don't sign – other extensions with the team, they come off the books at the same time that any uh, contract extension from a Bedard or a Kutr- or Korchinski, uh would 
would hit the books. Yeah, it's, I mean, you've got 13 draft picks in the next three, in the first two rounds of the next three drafts. That's a lot. That's a lot. And you're probably not going to make all those picks. You might package one of those might move up. trades to move up or trade for a player. go get a guy yeah. that's, you know, NHL-ready, young yep. player, stuff like that. You have a lot of flexibility these next few drafts with all the picks you have. So I think that's why you, you know, some people think, I mean, realistically – if you were going to trade Nick Foligno this trade deadline, what were you going to get from him? A third rounder? Fourth rounder? Yeah, maybe. The val- So the value he brings to you the rest of this year and the next two seasons is better than the, what, 20% chance of whoever you draft making the, making NHL, the NHL? Yeah. If it's even that high in the fourth round. Jason Dickinson, a lot of people were thinking, oh, he might be able to get us a first round. I don't think that was ever going to no, happen. I don't think so. Um, you know, he's he's been having a really good season. He, he brings you that what you're looking for in the room and, and all that stuff. But again, and then Marazic, maybe you get a second round pick for him. But we just explained the goalie situation. Arvid Soderblom is not an NHL goalie. Drew Camezzo needs to stay in the AHL. Keep him away from this And team. the free agent class. is all former Blackhawks. Yeah. yeah <laughs> seriously. The free agent class next year, if Peter Mrazek hit the open market, he'd be the best guy. Like, literally yeah. the best guy. Yeah. So lock him up now as opposed so it's like, why get Nick Foligno, Jason Dickinson, and Peter Mrazek at the store when we got Nick Foligno, Jason Dickinson, <laughs> Peter Mrazek at home? You already exactly. have these guys. It's fine. And another thing that I think people uh, – overlook is you have these guys that are veterans who could have very easily been happy to say trade me to a contender or test the open market next year and sign with a contender they want to come back and be a part of this Mm -hmm. at the at the beginning stages they've bought into what's going on here yeah yes they are getting paid better than they would anywhere else Mm -hmm. of course and Mm -hmm. they're getting more opportunity than they would anywhere else but the fact that you have these types of guys saying, I want to be around this. I want to see how this plays out. I like what's happening here. This is a great room. I like Luke Richardson. So think about that the next time someone, some mouth breather says, Connor Bedard's going to leave in two years because he hates this team around him. No. this they've, They're building. This is the beginning stages of something that hopefully – Will be special. Well, and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, just uh, not to argue a straw man, but like, would Connor Bedard rather be in Columbus? Like, <laughs> you know, probably not. You know what I mean? Like, okay, maybe Anaheim has a little I, bit more certainty. I honestly right now, don't but think like, Connor Bedard really would care that much where he's, as long as he's playing. Yes. But I think, okay, he's a Blackhawk, and I think Connor Bedard is just like, cool. I'm a Blackhawk. We're gonna we're gonna make this happen here. And he the same thing he would say if he was in Anaheim. The same thing he would say in Columbus. Like he just wants to play hockey. Mm-hmm. And there aren't a lot of people that are unhappy to be Blackhawks. Yeah, it, it's a place that people want to play. Mm-hmm. And it's not sure you can make the money argument for Felino, Dickinson, Mrazek, all that stuff. But if this was a miserable place to be, like sure, losing is one thing. But otherwise. These guys are treated very well by this organization. Right. And I know there's a percentage rolling their eyes and saying they didn't treat Kyle Beach very well, of course, yeah. acknowledged, got it. But in terms of, like, the day-to-day travel, food, amenities, doctors, coaches, trainers, everything they need. Living in Chicago. The Hawks are top 5 top 
of the NHL in, in player resources. Mm-hmm. And guys want to be here. It's a destination. Yeah. That's why you didn't ha- even, like, think back two years, three years, whatever it was, Marc-Andre Fleury, when he was like, I got to think about if I want to do this. Everyone knew he was coming here. Yeah. It wasn't really a doubt that Marc-Andre Fleury was going to decide to come to Chicago. It was just a matter of, wow, this caught me off guard. We need to talk about this with my family because I thought I was going to be in Vegas for the next however. Yeah, the rest of his And let's figure it out. Mm-hmm. And they did. Players want to be in Chicago. That includes Connor Bedard if that's not obvious. Right. Yeah. I, 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 I think you get the buy-in from these guys. You, you have a very clear, bright future that the I think a lot of guys around the league uh, see. And, you know, if you have buy-in in, in Luke Richardson, you have buy-in in Kyle Davidson from these players, that's a recruiting tool, you know? Uh, I, I, I think that someone like Nick Foligno in the ear of a potential free agent just says, hey, man, like, I, I, I think something special is happening here. I, I believe in it. I think it's a really good place to be. You get to, you know, be front row seat to Connor Bedard's you know, spe- specialness, maybe yeah. get to play with him. Come on down, Leon. Like, it's going to be fun. You know, I, I, I think that that's, a, that's uh, an underrated part of having some of these guys be around and, and having that message sent that, like, hey, if you work hard, you buy in here, you can be a part of this, and you're going to be rewarded for it. And if, if you just want to coast by and say, woe is us, the Blackhawks stink, and I don't want to work hard to, to make us any better – because we're in a shitty situation, then, you know, you don't need to be here. I also think there's there's a possibility of a decent bump next season. And I'm not saying they're going to be a playoff team or anything like that, but we think maybe if timing goes right that Nazar plays the end of the year here, this year, maybe, maybe a handful yeah. of games before mm-hmm. whatever, uh, you think another young defenseman's coming up. You're also going to have year two of Bedard, year two of Korchinski, you're going to have, uh, hopefully, a healthier Taylor Hall, mm-hmm. a healthier Andreas Athanasiu, and who knows like what else is added during the offseason. Like, yeah. All of a sudden, like I think we need Alex, to... Alex Vlasic will be going into his second full season. Yeah, and like you look back have, at what this team yeah. was at full strength coming into this year. It was a different conversation. Yeah. It, with, with Perry here and Hall here and Athanasiu here, and Tyler Johnson here, and everybody healthy, mm. it was a different thing. Yeah. This would not be the case that we're seeing right now. They might, they're still not going to be very good. They're still probably bottom five, bottom yeah. ten, but they're not this. Yeah, we were we were talking coming into this season uh, very emphatically that with the roster, the way it was constructed to begin the year, you know, figuring full health, that this was a team that, yeah, they'd still be in the lottery, but they wouldn't be – number one or number two no you know they would have they would have been in the bottom eight but even bottom eight that's what 70 points for for a team i don't think they're going to surpass last season's point total at this at this point think just look at the guys you're missing and if you would have had like if it's taylor hall or anthony beauvillier or connor bedard on that two on oh tonight it's probably a goal it's yeah it's a better chance um yeah, they've lost so much this year. Had they had their full NHL roster, you wouldn't have to have AHL or below AHL talent 
trying to score on NHL goalies every night. Right. You're not going to get much out of that. And I think next season, you know, uh, yeah, there should be a little bit of a bump. You have young guys progressing, maybe some young guys here. Hopefully these veterans stay healthy. The hockey gods owe the Blackhawks a season of good health next year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They owe the Blackhawks some extended some health. health. Some extra. This has been ridiculous. Now, last extra season, shoulders and groins. Yes, and, yeah. Last season, they didn't have bad injury luck. They didn't have a ton of real bad injuries. I mean, you had Taves dealing with his... Uh, his health issues. Tenorti kept getting his face destroyed every mm-hmm. three games. Mrazic <laughs> kept losing his yeah. Mrazic's groin checked out uh, in November. Couple times, and uh, you know, yeah. so you know, you've got guys that like th- you know this year you just can't keep anybody mm. healthy. Um, you know, forwards keep going down. Murphy and Zaitsev are out. You know. If, those guys are healthy. You're not having to rely on Louis Crevier and Jared Tenorti and, you know, Jason, J- Jacob Megna might not be playing as much as he is. Like, yeah, Megna's been okay, but you're starting to see, you know, okay, now that he's been in the lineup 10, 11 yeah. games in a row, you're starting to see that. Okay, yeah, all right. That's why he was on waivers. Why, yeah. You know, teams teams fighting for playoff spots don't waive good players very often. So right. next year you would hope. Things will be a lot better because you have actual NHL talent on every line. You don't have that right now. No, no. This team right you have now NHL talent on any line. Very few, little. Yeah, maybe one or two guys, like a couple guys. Right, up front, who are like regular NHLers on on like playoff teams. Lino uh, Dickinson, Kurashev. Lino Dickinson, Kurashev. I think I know we, we we rip on him a lot, but I think Ryan Donato is a good fourth liner on a playoff team. Sure, he got scratched a lot for the Kraken last year. Well, this guy didn't play every game for the Kraken last year, and they were a good team. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but I'm saying like it's, certain. I'd, I'd, I'd say you're. I'd Blackwell say you're, could be a fourth liner on a contender. I'd sure. say yeah, if he's playing this way for sure. Yeah, I'd say your locks are 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 Kershaw, Dickinson, Felino, and your. Bubbles would be Donato, Blackwell. Taylor Radish is a bubble, I think. No. Not, not if he's playing he's like this. He's not a contender. Last year's Taylor Radish, yeah. This he year. had the Reichel line tonight, by the way, Radish. Minus two. Yeah, no, he's giving uh, one-shot attempt. Radish is giving you nothing. Yeah. He's not so playing yeah, I'd, a I'd say there's three guys in the forwards group that would you would lock in to say they're, they're playing uh, in the top 12 of all 32 teams. Three. I mean, defensively, uh, three. Korchinski, Vlasic, and Jones. And Murphy. Murphy, when he's, Murphy healthy, yeah. when he's healthy, yeah, yeah sure. Well, yeah. yeah, okay, if we're calling, if we're talking about healthy guys. Yeah, yeah. If we're saying unhealthy guys, then Bedard and Bodilia. Yeah. But, no, right, I'm, yeah. but I'm saying, yeah, of guys that were healthy to play tonight, uh, six of the 18 skaters. That's not, that's not enough. No, it's say. not. No. I mean, I saw uh, some tool bag on uh, Twitter yesterday Was that saying, name? like, Luke Richardson needs to be held under a microscope. I know the team's hurt, but this is the NHL. Like, okay. Like, if... Uh, Here, go if, win NHL games with AHL if players. If Craig Council had the, a- the, uh, the Iowa Cubs, right. they're not going to beat a lot of people. It right. doesn't work that way. It's no. just, you know, I, I think that's why we 
during games we get so frustrated and post games can be a little bit challenging. But I think as the season's gone on, I think a lot of our regulars have sort of seen like, all right, I think people paying attention get it. Yeah. Like you, you just look at the injury list and be like, ah, I get it. Yeah. It stinks. Like you, you can't lose that many very important players and, and expect to, uh, you know, have, have the results that, that keep you, you know, satisfied with, you know, production or, or with wins or anything like it's just not going to happen. You know, you could have, you could have a team like, like Boston or Vancouver, have them lose their eight best players and see how they play. Right. Like they'd be out of the playoff picture. Yeah. So yeah, it's just when you have a team that was already going to be bad, lose their, eight, you know, uh, hand dozen or more or half dozen or more best players. It's you, you just hope for some puck luck and, and wish for the best. Yeah. And it's tough because the Hawks are in rebuild mode. So it's not like there's much talent anyways to yeah. come and replace those guys. You know, the avalanche had a lot of injuries last year and, but they have, you know, they had enough depth. They have depth. They have guys on their NHL roster that you could plug and play up and and still be good. Mm-hmm. And they had guys at their AHL level that are NHL level players, replacement level players yeah. that you could throw in there. It's not Brent Sini or David Gust. It's guys that probably, if they were playing in any other organization, would be in the They'd NHL. Have a better because, chance, yeah. but they're playing for the Colorado, so they're stuck. In the AHL, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, it's it's a brutal year. Hopefully, next year is uh, a little more. Uh, I hope the trainers a more, more stable. Yeah, a little. I hope the trainers have a nice, easy season next year. More bubble. Where all they got to do is just mix those protein shakes and make sure it goes to the right guy. Really. <laughs> all right, we've got some post game quotes rolling in. We've got to pay off uh, who's your hawk and reveal the winner of the chat's four star. Uh, but first, we're gonna get you hrammed. It is after midnight. We can get a little freaky in here. Hey, are you in the market for a new vehicle? Oh, boy. If you are, we've got great news for you. Our partner, Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Ram. Ram in Fox Lake is starting their Ray Resolution, or the Resolution, as it should have been called, Ray with the Resolution. Start Something New sales event. And you know what that means? You'll be able to shop incredible savings on every new vehicle in stock because they want to clear a lot to make room for the brand new 2024 vehicles for a limited time, get up to $9,000 off new Jeep models with dealer discounts. And that's wow. not all shop their last call on remaining 2023 Dodge challenger and charger models, including Hellcats, scat packs, worst name ever. And more Dodge, like someone poop in the back seat or something. <laughs> Dodge's, no, in the pack. Left the scat pack back. There. Sounds like something a hunter would buy before going to get some deer. Yeah. Uh, Dodge, is the most powerful muscle car brand, so you don't want to miss out on their last call with over 20 Dodge muscle cars to choose from. That's what I love, them muscle cars. At Ray, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. Ram, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and drive home with more money in your pocket than you would expect thanks to Ray's price promise. Don't miss out. Shop great deals all month long and save big because Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram Ram. makes buying a new vehicle more affordable than ever. Fans get a free oil change when you mention CHGO at the service center or mention CHGO when you book online at raycdjr.com slash service. 
But you have the schedule before January 31st. That's right around the corner. So act now. Get your free oil change. Nothing's better than free. If you're in the market for a new vehicle, then you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Ram. Ram because they are the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit RayCDJR.com, serving the community since 1963. Nice. nice. And it is getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. And Mario, that's something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it. Yes, that's true. The electric grid is ever-evolving to meet our cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence towards an electric tomorrow. Whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping rams, I mean shipping trucks, ComEd can help you guide can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. So what should business owners do? Business owners should go to comed.com slash clean and learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, don't wait until after the show. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles, which is good for business, good for the planet, and good for all of us. Go to comed.com slash clean. Was that comed.com slash clean? Yes, it was comed.com slash clean. Go there now and see how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. There is a random comma in that last sentence there. There is. It's not good. That just threw me off for a second. Random comma. All right. uh, Here is uh, Luke Richardson after the game asking what he'd like to see Seth Jones do on the centering pass that went off Alex Vlasic and into the net. Don't hit it off he his says, skate. He uh, says, sometimes we have to be a little more comfortable holding on the pucks down in those corners until we have an out. And maybe sometimes it's a little bump off the wall behind our net and we use the weak side. At times we've been good at that this year. At times we're a little bit rushed to make a play. But Seth played really well tonight. He shot the puck really well tonight, especially on the power play. That's courtesy of Ben Pope. Yeah. Good stuff from him. Uh, he mentioned the play where Felino had the shot on goal and looked like he was uh, still a little bit hurt mm-hmm. on the finger. Uh, Richardson says it's going to be painful for a little bit, but there's no further damage or problem with it. And then Joey Anderson talked about the defensive effort and said, mm-hmm. the Kraken are a team that likes to fly guys. Once they get the possession, they take off, and we didn't do a good enough job staying above their third guy getting back and keeping them to the outside just soft defensively. That's what Joey Anderson had to say about the game today. Followed by a nice woo. Woo. I do yeah. appreciate uh, seeing the woes in the chat. Yes. I love keeping <laughs> And remember. It's coming in. It's catching on. This is where the bit started. There yeah. may be some other guys out there trying to jump on and steal our bit, but our, no. our fans know where that started. It was right, right here. Only one woe train. Yes. It's right here. They know. They know the real thing. All right, Joey, do we have a winner for the uh, fourth star of the game? The winner of the fourth star, and apologize because we were having some Dropbox issues here. Sorry. The winner is uh, CHO's very own Nick Felino. Hey. All right. Hey. Home court advantage. I feel like every time we put him on, he's going to win. Oh, he's a fan favorite. Yeah. He's, uh, he's our guy, Nick Felino. Nicely done. Scored a power play goal. and uh, Could have had two. Could Yeah. But, very very uh, close. The, nin- the Ninja Turtle glove uh, <laughs> betrayed him. It, 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 it did not help in the old uh, 
pain department. The old accuracy department. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of winners, there it is. how's that feel? Feels a little better on the hat, actually. Yeah. Got a little layer. I'm not getting of, stabbed as violently. A buffer layer, a buffer yeah. layer of protection. I am the winner of Hoosier Hawk. If only that helmet had some padding in it. <laughs> well, you know. Well, we needed it to fit on our heads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. I am the winner of uh, Hoosier Hawk. I had Seth Jones because our new, all of us, our new philosophy for choosing Hoosier Hawk is who are high event players? Uh, yeah. Who has the puck a lot? Who puts the puck on net a lot? So because it's Seth like Jones. Two guys. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's Kurashev, Blackwell, Jones. Dickinson. Dickinson. Polino. That's about it. Yeah. That's about your rotation. Maybe it'll be uh, Lucas Reichel tomorrow. We'll see. <sighs> Maybe. But I am the winner today. You want to be brave enough to uh, pick him? So do we have the updating standards? I got to see what yeah, we... Yeah, the uh, updated standings, you have uh, 15 wins. Greg is 14, and I still lead with 19. All right. Yeah. That's good. I went with Alex Vlasic, and uh, he had the best blue line uh, last game, and he had the worst lavender line uh, for, for tonight's game. So hey, I feel a little responsible lines. for... Bringing some yeah, bad luck it. to him. That was my, that was my hey, here's the thing, though, about Vlasic before we wrap up. Minus three, not his best game for sure, um, but still quite noticeable in many, many good ways. And yeah, that, also very active. Yeah. He he was very solid in this game. And, and the, I think you notice, like, okay, he wasn't flawless this game, mm-hmm. which is kind of what we've grown accustomed to. He's been that good. So uh, awesome to see him playing well, even on nights where he's not perfect. He is still very dependable, and that's the sort of thing is he started slow and got better as the game went on, and that's yep. that's kind of been his M.O. all year. All right, we're going to wrap things up, right? We're done? We got everything in? Uh, should, should we make a quick prediction uh, tomorrow before we wrap it up? Didn't you do is, that like is, no, 30 I know, times? I mean, the Hawks are winning, but you mentioned Reichel. Does he play tomorrow? I think he plays tomorrow. <sighs> I, I mean, Luke said he was going to play before the end of the road trip, so I'd imagine it's tomorrow back to back you gave up six i mean yeah you can't t- i know he's struggled but i mean do we really need to see remington pitlick out there anymore i don't think yeah. he'll be the scratch i don't think he'll be his, I, I, or i mean he's kind of in the spot that reichel would take on that third Zach line sanford wing. yeah but San- sanford's a little better sanford defensively Kachuk and reese johnson this is the point we're at in this season Sanford, Kachuk, and Reese Johnson, I really like them as a, as well, they a, were good as a fourth line. To, they were the only line, line that was not on the ice for a goal against them. Yeah. Like, as a fourth line that play to their roles, those three do it pretty well together. Like, I, I don't think you need to sit any of those three. I mean, it's, it's kind of sad that we're like, we, can't, radish? we can't put, how far has Reichel fallen that we say, well, we can't sit Zach Sanford for Lucas Reichel? I mean, I can. I can. But I just think there's other guys but you, you can. Yeah, no. Yeah. I Honestly, like, I, Pit, it, Pitlick, Pitlick is, or, like, the least consequential player out there because he hasn't added anything. No. He has no points. Uh, he's been, he's rarely dangerous on, on, on the ice. And his biggest thing is his speed. And, uh, I mean, I think Reichel ser- serves God. more of a purpose to be out there than, yeah. than Pitlick does. You know what, though? I'll say this. Pitlick... If this was Lucas Reichel's number game tomorrow, we'd be pretty pleased. Three shots, four shot attempts, a hit, and two takeaways. Yeah. If well, Reichel finished with that, we would say, good game, Reichel. Well, way, to, way to work your way back up. Pitlick knows what he's at, and he, he is uh, fighting to stay in the NHL. Yeah. Lucas Reichel needs to start playing like he's fighting to yeah. stay in the NHL. He doesn't seem to yeah. get it yet. 
Do we have a super uh, chat? Yeah, we do have to? one super chat here from Luke. Appreciate right, the it. late night podcast, guys. Got the diehard starter pack the other day. Love yeah. that. Nice. But I think Greg forgot to put some of his gummy bears in it. No, they're, they're not my gummy bears. They're the Blackhawks gummy bears that I eat. And or we, or Bergevin. Well, as long as Mark Bergevin is not in the his booth, special I eat gummy bears. But we've, we haven't even had the gummy bears lately. We've had to. We've had Swedish to, fish. We've been downgraded to Swedish fish. They're yeah. good too. That's they an, are that's good, a, that's but I love me some me. gummy bears. But do we do have the cookies that always stick together somehow? That was so weird. Crazy. Right? That's yeah. always two. It's always never two. Just, just one. They stick at together. You got to keep them. Yeah, I mean it's that static electricity in the wintertime. It it has them stuck together. <laughs> that must be it. Just hopefully it's not broccoli cheddar soup next time. No, that's the worst. Yeah. That uh, I realized not gluten free. Ah, right. did you find that out the hard way? Uh, not the hardest of ways, no, <laughs> okay, but, good. but in a, in an uncomfortable way. Yes, I did figure that oh, out. Okay. Well, good. That means you won't eat it next to me anymore. No, I won't. that stuff smells bad. <laughs> I won't. The when list were, of, the list of soups for the is game. shrinking, sadly. Mario goes, I got to finish this before Greg gets back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Yeah. I hate the smell of broccoli. Uh, we want to thank Joey for filling in last yes. notice. Um, Steven was run over by a Zamboni, unfortunately. And he is now with Mackenzie at Whistle's family in the say, great beyond. It was, leg, it was leg day. You couldn't get out of bed today. <laughs> no, we should see Steven tomorrow over at the uh, Hockey Barn. Hopefully you all can join us, too. We'll be there around 7, no 8 o'clock puck drop. Uh, nothing nothing crazy. Yeah, no pregame tomorrow because we're going to be at the Hockey Barn. Come out and say hi. Just join us. Come out when you can. We'll, we'll do an we'll impromptu uh, pregame show at our table. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I call pregame show eating a giant pizza. Okay. Sure. If I have to, then I have to. All right. We'll see you all tomorrow. We want to remind you before we go that the CHGO Blackhawk Show is powered by ComEd. It's getting easier for your business to switch to electric vehicles. Learn more at comed.com slash clean. We'll see you tomorrow at the Hockey Barn and postgame on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.